today. Will Donald Trump be back on Twitter? Elon speaks and the White House encourages protesting outside Supreme Court justices' homes. We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and it is a it's a family reunion kind of day. It's a family day, so we have uh, Chad Prather. So messed Chad up Prather. family, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like our uncle's not here because like we killed him in that DUI accident, and we didn't tell anyone about it. But it's a real, real deep family secret. Obviously, yeah. also Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive. Uh, you can find both of them on Blaze TV as well as YouTube, which you should be subscribed to both of their YouTube channels uh, and their audio podcasts. Um, so I feel like it's going to be a fun one, but also I'm not sure if the YouTube crowd will be able to find the full, <laughs> the full show over there. We'll see. I sense some censorship. We'll see coming. how it goes. I'm giving yeah. the results of my HIV test, too, halfway through the show. You got so, vax, too. Yeah, I, got, <laughs> I was like, we, you said to talk about something positive, so I decided I'd bring my uh, test onto the show. Right on. I, wow, I can't wait for those results. Um, I feel like Maury Povich. Uh, all right, so Elon Musk was uh, speaking, I believe this was yesterday at FT Live, and uh, he finally opened up about what he thought about Trump's Twitter ban and uh, uh, here's what he had to say about that. I do think that uh, uh, it was not correct to ban Donald Trump. I think that was, that was a mistake um, because it, uh, it alienated a large part of the country and did not ultimately result in Donald Trump not having a voice. He is now going to be on Truth Social, um, as will uh, a large part of the sort of the, the right in the, in the United States. Um, and so I think this could end up being, frankly, worse than having a, sing you know, a single forum where everyone can debate. The point that I'm trying to make, which is perhaps not getting across, is that, there, is that banning Trump from Twitter didn't end Trump's voice. It will amplify it among the right. And this is why it is morally wrong and flat out stupid. So uh, I would say, first of all, I just love watching him uh, in things like this because he's just such an oddball on Twitter. He just seems to be like such a big weirdo. And then he goes on these uh, interviews and he's like very stoic and professional. It's called autism, Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, That's Asperger's Sarah. to be precise. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, I'm not it's even making a joke wild. of it. It's like, wow, he's very strange on the internet and then in person he's got a disassociative personality. There's a diagnosis for that. I mean, that's fine. It's just still weird to see. Uh, but, um, okay, so it's obviously true that it is. it was immoral to have Trump banned from Twitter. Banning voices is obviously what drives, uh, you know, young people to be increasingly radicalized, not just young people, but everyone. Um, seek out voices on the fringes because you go, wait a second, why is this person being banned? What do they have to say that's so bad and scary? I'm going to go uh, dig deeper into that. Um, but, I mean, look, I mean, I don't know that I agree that Trump's voice being amplified was like a bad thing. Uh, do you, do you miss Trump on violence. Twitter, though? He didn't incite violence like, at the you, end of the day. Honestly, do you miss? I, I actually do. Okay. I, I actually, do you not? I, I, I'm indifferent, I guess, on it. It was like, so amusing to me. Why, well, it's amu it was amusing while he was president, right? Now he's not president. 
it, but I have felt you seen like his you press were getting, yeah, they're so I, funny. They are funny, but again, <laughs> he's not the president. So then you, we were getting some information that the media was withholding. Mm-hmm. So we kind of felt like we were getting an inside. You know, there he is, three thirty in the morning, butt naked in the West Wing, sitting on the toilet, and he just decides to tweet something out. I you know, freshly spray painted orange with little whites around his eyes where the goggles were, <laughs> and a thong tan. You know, <laughs> tan line right there. You're turning me on. And he's like, bam, there it is. Tweet. (laughs) And and he's like a laser pointer to catch, you know, and the media just follows it around everywhere for the next 36 hours. He controls the news cycle. Now, now, I mean, what's he going to reveal? Is there anything? I I mean, but but I would say that it's just the fact that anything that he tweets... He can literally, as you're saying, he can be on his toilet tweeting something and <laughs> golden hit, toilet, I might and add. hit tweet and just send leftists over the edge. I think that's, that's what, fun. That's I what do does agree. it for me. Yeah. That turns me okay, on a little okay. bit. When he has his little thumbs and he pulls them out, I mean, I do love Trump, but <laughs> nobody loves Trump more than himself. And, you know, I, I, I right. still have the golden toilet, orange tan and the thong picture in my mind and you know i'm getting worried because i'm liking it too much but I also, honestly it's fantastic I image i'll be honest with you it's fantastic it's fantastic thong tan you ever seen mm-hmm. uh you know with him going back on twitter i think the issue with twitter is number one um trump isn't really using anything anymore because no. his ego isn't stoked to the point like you said where he's president where he can actually get out there and speak and i like trump uh, but even to this day i mean like you look at this he he uh, endorsed dr oz which by the way let's just say this i don't like to um influence people's uh voting choices so much but don't vote for that you guy. don't don't vote for that guy i don't want i don't want to tell them who to vote for but just don't vote for that guy i mean if you're a true conservative don't yeah vote if, for you, that if guy. unless you want a democrat simple. in office its best friends are oprah winfrey and the obamas then i wouldn't put that guy into office. But it's like, you know, Cernovich put out today that, you know, an endorsement from Jack Posobiec on Twitter might hold more weight now than a Trump endorsement, to be completely frank. Yeah. And, and, and there's some yeah. truth to that, meaning Trump's just, he, he dipped out for two years. And he also abandoned a lot of people in January 6th. He, he kind of, you know, he went out, started Truth Social. And I, I love uh, what I read. Nobody's using Truth Social, not even Trump. Like, he, yeah. he hasn't even been using his own app. And so he goes and goes, oh, well, and I mean this. I mean this genuinely. Oh, I'm not going to go back on Twitter. I'm going to be on Truth Social. Really? If you cared about your constituents, you would go where they are. I go on all types of apps. Everyone watching the show is on tons of social media that hates them, that censors them. Why do you go there? So you can reach people that you care about. Because it's not about you. It's about them. And the fact that he's putting his corporation and his business, oh, so his little investors can make some money over the fact that he could get back on Twitter and he could go back and reach people. But he goes, nah, I don't want to. He's just caring about his money and his, and his wallet, you know, rather than actually making an impact, and that's been my whole problem with him the last couple of years. What is he doing? Yeah, I well, I mean, you do have uh, quite a point there because you especially look at, he seems very tone deaf. You look at the, what was it, the last rally where he had the Johnson and Johnson <laughs> family on uh, at the rally the same day that the FDA announced Free Pfizer were, boosters at the entrance, you know? Yeah, it was just well, like, negative what COVID are you for Trump? doing? This is weird. Listen, I've been a big critic of, critic of Trump for a long time, right? I, I'm, I like Trump fine. I think Trump did a lot of good things, but I, the way I always characterize Trump is is, you know, he's that really good sales guy that maybe isn't that bright. I mean, you, you know those guys. Yeah. You want them on your team, yeah. right? They get yeah. the deal done. But, yes. yeah, you don't need to always. A lot of times on the golf course, you just know that he doesn't really know what he's talking about in this situation. And I'll get a lot of crap for saying that, whatever. But he's made some, he's got a lot of bad people in his ear. I mean, if yes, Trump is some true. super conservative, why is he still listening to the advice of Rance Priebus? You know, well, why, why are these people giving him the advice on who to endorse? So Trump, Trump, I think, took a big hit on the on the J6 stuff, as you mentioned, I think, pushing the vaccine, championing that stuff, took a big hit on that stuff. 
What's best for the country right now? I'd like to see a guy in 2024 run for president who I think is already getting it done, has a track record of doing that. So don't let your ego get in the way. Let's back off. Get yourself behind a guy like Ron DeSantis. Let's push that forward. He's a practical, common sense, real conservative. Let's push that thing. But I don't think Trump's ego is going to let him do that. And I think putting him back on Twitter, which fine, he should be back on Twitter. But how much more of a distraction is that going to be in the long run to what we need to do moving forward? Because let's face it, conservatives suck when it comes to seeing the future. They really do. The left has their elections planned out through 2060. We can't get over 2020. Yeah. And that's just going to exacerbate that even more. That's why I'm like, if he comes back, he comes back. If he doesn't, he doesn't. It's entertaining, but how much of a distraction is it? So, okay, so I, I want to move on to uh, the, all of the money that we are apparently sending to Ukraine or that the House wants us to send to Ukraine. But I, I do want to hear from you guys really quickly. Do you think, ultimately, do you think Trump is going to be, like, he's going to hold on to that, uh, you know, nominee spot and yeah. he is going to take it? Yeah, he's going to. And I, I think, you know, ultimately, we'd be better off with Alex Jones back on Twitter than Trump. And, and, <laughs> I and, I, and, I, and, I, and I mean this thoroughly because, because I, you know, I feel a little bit of personal attack from, from Trump and his associates, meaning, you know, I've, I've vouched for him. I've fought, you know, both in his, his election all the way through his entire presidency, worked on exposing a lot of things. And I watched as there was just inaction after inaction, right? We watched in 2020 our cities being burned to the ground, dozens of people being killed, billions of dollars of damage. And the guy does a photo op, you know, with a Bible in front of uh, St. John's Church after it's nearly burned to the ground. And, you know, you have over 80 Secret Service members attacked, and we don't even remember that. It's memory hold as they try to, you know, force an insurrection at the White House. Meanwhile, January 6th comes. This is our one time to push back as the major assault comes to t- call us all terrorists, and he's nowhere to be seen. He's nowhere to be seen. And if he was innocent, then, you know, when you're innocent, I mean, the pressure's on, but now's the time when we needed you. We, we, we've been at war for the last, you know, several years now with the left in, in a big way since 2020. But then he comes back out and I watched that and with the wall, right? I think he wanted 15 or 18 billion dollars for the wall and they can get 40 billion dollars overnight for Ukraine we're going to get into and he couldn't get it done. I mean, I want to like the guy. I want to wish that he can do more. But just like your toxic ex that you keep thinking, if you get back together, it's going to work. It's going to work this time. I happen to be on the side with Trump that, you know, if he's the guy running, then I'm going to get behind him. But at the same time, it's like I think DeSantis and other people are getting more done in their own states at that level than he is. And I and this is very sad because I do not like Greg Abbott. When Greg Abbott is competing with you for getting as much done as, as you, then you know you're not doing well in the Republican Party if you're like at Greg Abbott's level. And I would put Trump at Abbott's level right now. Mm. Chad. A lot of jokes. This I, is, I, I, uh, I was going to say, this, this is a... Uh, well, no, I, I, sounds something. like something I, you need to comment on. Well, I, you know, Greg Abbott is trash. I mean, he's big government. He's uh, he's a flip side of the but same you don't, see, you don't see the similarity, though? No, I'm saying, like, no, Trump's I get acting it. like that. I get it. it. Trump did a lot of the same things, too. And that's why, you know, Trump gave a lot of lip service but didn't back off. Like, I think his response to January 6th was like, oh, I didn't know they were really going to go in the building. You know, right. I, I was going to get them all riled up. I didn't know that they were... But but I think even Trump underestimates the power that he has to influence the people who support him. Mm-hmm. OK, I want us to be critical thinkers. I want us to have some complexity of thought. I want us to stop self lobotomizing when it comes to the issues that we're facing and stop thinking that some so, that some orange savior on a white horse is riding in to overturn all of these things and save our American institutions of historic legacy and importance. He's not. Uh, he, he, 
anyone who truly understood their place in history to the degree that I think Donald Trump has held in the last, uh, say, de- decade at least, or maybe not quite, but you would you would hold it with a little more responsibility, I would hope. Mm-hmm. And I think that he was a little bit frivolous. I think that he's been a little bit callous. And there are quite literally people with ankle monitors on. People There are American prisoners that are being held without charge, without a solid indictment over the January 6th thing. Uh, and and it's, it's a travesty of justice. We see that. And, and he's basically silent until it comes time for him to tell you how bad Joe Biden is and how great he is. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and let's let's take a break uh, a little bit early here so that we have enough time to get into all of the money, all of the money. There may be shortages of baby formula. Your babies may not be able to eat, but we are spending uh, a lot of money in Ukraine if the Democrats have anything to say about it. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Masterworks. So as we all know, obviously, Biden's America. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's going well. Uh, It feels like we're constantly getting ripped off, but there is actually a special investment. Our government overlords are trying to keep all to themselves, and it is, you're not going to know this, you're not going to realize this, it's art. Yeah, it's surprising to hear that people invest in art unless you know the stats. It's got a .01 correlation to public equities, which means it's great for diversification. This investment actually outpaced the S&P 500 by over two times from 1995 to 2021. And now art investing is no longer just for the billionaires. Anyone can do it with Masterworks, the first platform letting anyone add shares of famous art to their portfolio. And by the way, my audience can skip Masterworks waitlist by going to masterworks.art slash news. Again, that's masterworks.art slash news. See important regulations and disclosures at masterworks.io slash cd. Congratulations, taxpayers. Uh, the House of Representatives just approved a $40 billion bill to uh, send a bunch of aid to Ukraine. This passed, by the way, 368 to 57, which means a lot of people who you considered on your team actually agreed to send this money over to this other country, uh, even even when you consider the fact that Joe Biden actually he only requested, what, $33 billion? He only requested $33 billion, but the House upped it. $240 billion. Uh, this is supposed to give Ukraine military and economic assistance. Um, but, uh, you know, there are some $54 million for the CDC to control disease in Ukraine, $900 million for refugee and entrant assistance. And uh, this new legislation would bring American support for the effort to nearly $54 billion to Ukraine, even as Americans are suffering uh, when they go to the grocery store, when they go to the gas pump, when they can't find baby food, baby formula for their babies. Americans here are suffering, and uh, Congress wants to send your money to Ukraine. Here is uh, Nancy Pelosi, who made a... (laughs) This is very, very uh, interesting. Nancy Pelosi, of all people, making a religious appeal as to why Congress needs to spend $40 billion of your tax money for Ukraine. So when you're home thinking, what is this all about? Just think about when I was hungry, you fed me in the Gospel of Matthew. When I was hungry, you fed me. I guess that only applies to people who don't live in our country. It doesn't apply to your own citizens. It just applies to people abroad, I suppose. Now, you would think uh, when you are looking at the state of things that it was just the Democrats that were insisting upon this. No, actually, Mitch McConnell uh, he agreed. He said he said everyone agrees that Ukraine is the most important thing going on right now. Watch. I think we all agree the most 
important thing going on in the world right now is the war in Ukraine. Is it? I had a chance to call the president last week and request that the Ukraine package move by itself and quickly. Hmm. I'm surprised he got the president on the phone, seeing as how he's probably at lunch with segregationists. Yeah. I also <laughs> want to say this. Aaron. You know what? I just think we should go back to the circus and we should put uh, the greatest class act in the uh, human canon and take take this guy, this little turtleneck boy, <laughs> shove him into a turtle, cannon turtle. and just la- launch him over the border and see what happens. Because I am so sick of these pathetic losers in Congress. They are mocking us. Like, I, I mean, and I, and I mean, because this is a kid's show, I won't say hitting our faces with a wet but I would say it if it was if it was that's this is what it is this is this is this is a one it is it's just soggy it's flaccid and they slap us in the face with it in front of the public and this is what this is this is I feel I feel sexually assaulted by our Congress because I watch this and I go man me too first of all sir um, you've ever heard of a staple gun fix that secondly with, with him out there nobody in our country we, we care nothing more than the war in Ukraine there's nothing more important like, think about this, and, and, I, and, and, I, and I, wanna, I want everyone watching this right now to remember this. Your problems that you see every day, you are sitting in your house, you are in your car, wherever you are listening, whether it's audio, which you can download, by the way, leave a five-star review, Please. or anywhere, and you are paying up to $5 for a gallon of gas, maybe $6. You cannot get baby formula. And you know nobody's more affected than that than the meth addicts that, that populate 30% of LA. They you know, use the baby formula for their meth. But mothers can't feed their kids. You can't, my wife came home yesterday, could not find chicken at a store. Couldn't find chicken, okay? Couldn't buy chicken. You can't buy basic poultry. You walk around and you see there is crime increasing, right? My car just got broken into in North Dallas County stole everything, immigration papers, in a nice area that's supposed to be the second safest city in America. No, it got broken into. You see your kids getting involved in drugs. Up to 100,000 people overdosing on fentanyl and opiates and drug overdoses in our country. We see an increase in depression, not only in the suicide side of things, but in anxiety. We are passing out pills like they are candy. There are, there are backlogs for therapists and for counselors inside of communities for minors. There is a 400% increase in California in some state, in some county for speech therapists, for babies who don't know how to talk because of the masks that were in place for two years. You see all of this going on. You're witnessing the crumbling. How many of your families fell apart in the last two years over vaccines? How many of you guys can't see your family members because you didn't get your booster? How many of you couldn't travel around the world? And you're going to sit here, you're going to tell me that the biggest issue in my life, in my family, in my country, in my world, is a country called the borderland, the borderland, that has been used as a money laundering scheme for the global elite, a human trafficking center for the pedophiles, the child molesters that are currently in office. You damn well better watch your back. Because you know what? I hope that the same violence that you guys have let get into the streets of our country that is attacking our families and our friends, I hope you experience what we experience every day. The suffering, the pain, the increase of cost. Because they don't, they don't experience it. They can stand there and say that. And it's about damn time the people in Congress actually see the world and the country that they've created. Yeah, I look, I you summed it up quite perfectly, Elijah, just to kind of give you some... Uh, Supporting documentation here, here's from the Wall Street Journal, uh, a graph of foreign donors, contributions by individuals of more than $50,000 to the Clinton Foundation. Uh, Ukraine is sitting there at the top, $10 million. Um, You know, you just got to wonder what uh, our lawmakers' motives are in this 
gigantic <clears throat> push to support Ukraine. Um, Chad, I want to I want to get your take on this as well, but I just want to add in this Trafalgar Group uh, survey that was taken recently to Elijah's point. Uh, the American people, I don't think, are buying this. This is like 38 percent of people who say that lowering inflation and fixing the economy is the most important thing to them. 15.9 percent addressing climate change, which is we could just go off on that just in itself. Why are there 16 percent of people who think that that's important? But the point is 11 percent securing the border, uh, developing more natural gas and oil production in the United States, 7 percent. All of those things uh, are more important than ending the Russia and Ukraine war. So even the even the leftist crazies, even the leftist crazies, ensuring racial equity is at like 11%. Even the leftist crazies who think things like that still are in agreement that Ukraine is not important. I can't believe on that entire list of all those statistics and those graphs of, of things that people find important that erectile dysfunction is not a single <laughs> category on that entire that thing. Was, that may have not been an option. Uh, these people are concerned with things that I'm not concerned with. I can just tell you, I live in the real world. I'm changing my name to Ukraine so I can get some of that American money. <laughs> yeah. All right. Me and Elijah, we're going to be Ukraine and Mekraine, and we're going to make some money. I want some of that taxpayer dole, baby. I say F Ukraine. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't even care. I know, you know what? I was going to say this entire time, this entire time, all black people had to do was become Ukrainian residents, and maybe someone would have cared about them in the government. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm true. telling you this: gays, blacks, all the people out there that are claiming victimhood. It's like you need to get you need to get in Ukrainian citizenship. Listen to this: uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, messaged me some stuff, and I want to read this real fast. Okay, to you. yeah, please. In the America last $40 billion Ukraine, this is from our representative, Ukraine First Bill, that we are voting on tonight, there is an authorization for funds to be given to the CIA for who knows what and who knows how much. And she said, she said uh, there's $900 million to be given to qualified organizations and nonprofits, a.k.a. friends and family of politicians, businesses, to provide wraparound services, housing, medical, and just free everything. Uh, anyone that is walked through Ukraine qualifies for resettlement. It said anyone who may have lived there can get resettled in the United States wow. or in a Western country. Um, there is, I'm looking at some of these numbers here, and there's hundreds of millions of dollars set aside for entitlement programs, like things like hundreds of millions for assistance for proxies, it says in the bill, <sighs> meaning there's just like, People just have access now to billion, you know, billions of dollars for whatever they want to do. There's also slush funds for the State Department for Ukraine and others. Um, they're setting aside a couple hundred right here is 110 million dollars for um, maintenance of embassies. Like I just just things I'm, I'm calling this out. Um, and I'm even looking here that there's an additional amount for a capital investment fund for 10 million dollars to remain available until expended to respond to the situation in Ukraine. So there's there's lines in there with just tens to hundreds of millions of dollars, collectively billions of this 40 billion. This is why you said, why is it 40, not 33? Mm -hmm. Because they've uh, allotted an extra mm -hmm. seven to 10 billion dollars in this bill that they voted on that just creates funds. And I just want to know this, that's what you said. I want to get in on this because, I mean, it, it, apparently it pays to play and it pays very, very well. I mean, like the Black Lives Matter people, what, got oh, a $6 million house in L.A.? I want your $180 million maintenance fund. I will be the custodian. Yeah. I volunteer. Did Marjorie say anything about white heterosexual conservative Christian males that wear cowboy hats in Texas? Do we get anything that from that? Uh, possibly. If they had their way, you could get shot in the head. I've been, to, I've been to Ukraine. <laughs> 
Oh, you may be eligible if you've been there. Uh, I'm going to check in on this. <laughs> yeah, I'm is serious. There, resettlement? Yeah, it's like, I might go now. Is there a website.gov I can go to? <laughs> you two just went and put on a concert there in this war-torn country. I mean, yeah. you two did a full-blown production. Dr. Jill Biden just made a little visit. Not Joe, Joey Basements, but Jill, his, his wife, she went over there. Uh, I, I just don't understand when we started sending first ladies into war-torn countries when the rest of the citizens are fleeing that country. Uh, and we're sitting in our first lady. None of that makes sense to me. You gotta wonder. But what do well, you Well, she's know? a doctor, though. And so we know that, you know, especially even our Supreme Court justice is not a biologist. She's not a doctor. That's I'm sure. Uh, so we, we know that doctors are, are even better than, you know, our, our judiciary branch, right? So, you know, we have the fourth branch of the government, which is Dr. Jill. Yeah, it's, Dr. It's, Jill, Doctors Without Borders. <laughs> doctors Without Borders. <laughs> uh, all right, by the way, this so amount that that's, Congress that's a meme. wants to spend. That's a meme. This that's amount so that good. Congress wants to spend uh, in Ukraine is about six billion dollars more than the United States spent on all of its foreign and military aid in 2019. So now that you're sick, we're going to take a break and be right back. <laughs> I just want one point. I don't even want that. Yesterday, Poor man's peppermint patty, Jen Psaki, said the quiet parts out loud as they have been doing and admitted that the Biden administration actually supports the protests outside the Supreme Court justices' homes. Here is Jen Psaki. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president's position. Oh, that's interesting. It's just that that's like just it's just supposed to be illegal is the thing. I don't know if you guys Can't it's just the, the condescending the, chick. She's so bad. When is she is she done at the end of the month? I know she's done very soon. Can't come fast enough. It really cannot. Then of course we get, you know, the CNN anchor. Well, her husband doesn't think so. Yeah. The <laughs> I was like, wait. Oh, oh it's so uh, yeah, that is interesting too. The the conflict of interest there because the deputy who is going to step up she as the, the boxes, new press secretary. She, she's, yeah. she's black and she's out LGBTQ+, which is what Jen Psaki said about her. Which is what you want when you have she's a press She's not secretary. in LGBTQ+. She's out LGBTQ+. <laughs> right, uh, right. She made sure to clarify that because these categories matter. I always want to know this with the LGBTQ community is, like, how many shots does it take you to, to become out? Like, you know, because it's like, they're just normal people, but it's like, because, you know, the joke is, right, is that, that uh, how Ikea created, we talked about this, Ikea created the bisexual couch um, to celebrate bisexuality, and, you know, Chrissy Mayer famously, you know, stated that every couch becomes a bisexual couch eight shots later, you know? So, so, so it's, so it's, it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's so ridiculous, like, out LGBTQ, but she's married to a man, and it's this whole idea of, like, or is she married to a man? Is she? I don't know. Maybe she's married to a woman. I don't even know anymore, but, uh, the but new yeah, one? The new yeah. one? No, she's, she's no, with a domestic partner. Is that's with what I was going to say. She was with a man CNN, or something CNN at a certain anchor. point, and it's just, like, it's just so absolutely confusing. I will say, this and I don't want to implicate myself, but people don't. again. <laughs> <laughs> I know where every one of these people lives. I know their residences. I know their private residences. I have done extreme amounts of time. I have time on my hands right now, and <laughs> I, 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 and I know where they all live. And I just find it to be quite strange that people would get up and talk about. 
that the president thinks it's a good idea to go in front of people's houses. Now, me, everyone knows I'm a fair guy. I don't do anything crazy. I wouldn't do anything crazy. But if I have access, if I have access to this, I know so much about these people that I need to be careful with what I say. And they need to be careful because they're pushing people over the limit. Now, let's just say I would do something stupid in my life. Let's just say I would put myself in a position where I could get in legal trouble. Never been there before, but let's just say I would with the federal government and be tracked for months and still have subpoenas on my stuff. But let's just say I would put myself in that position. I got to say, there are a lot of people out there that I happen to know that would do those stupid things mm -hmm. who now also have that information. Did I give it to them? Of course not. I would never transfer that information to the people. But I will say that there are very, very, very powerful and very, very, very crazy people out there that do have all of their personal information. So when you want to start a battle like this, this is what I think they've taken us uh, for granted for. Well, you know, you can, you know, protest out in front of the justice's house. Oh, honey. Your information's out there. You just don't know it yet. And you don't realize who has it. And if you want to start this, that's what I was going to say. You want to start this. We're past the point. I actually. We're yeah. past the point to where so, I'm going, okay, I, let's go. I, I actually you agree. You're going with this? I agree with you, especially considering the, the United States code, like, it very blatantly makes this, like, what they're doing outside the Supreme Court justices' homes, not in front of, you know, uh, Peppermint Patty's home, but outside the Supreme Court justices' home specifically is, in fact, illegal. You guys who are watching it can see. Yeah, it, it's supposed to be a felony. Picketing or parading with the intent of influencing any judge, juror, witness, or court officer in the discharge of his duty shall be fined under this title or imprisoned uh, not more than one year or both. So, I mean, this is a very clear crime that they are committing. I, I gotta say, I'm with you, Elijah. Like, I'm I'm ready to fight fire with fire. These people want to encourage that. See what see what happens. People have received. See what I have happens. See what happens when people show up at your door. Because I'm not sure that you're protected by this U.S. code. You're not a Supreme Court justice. Well, it's like somebody said on Twitter the other day. We we run millions deep. Oh, do you? Do you? <laughs> like we're really worried about you uh, in that regard. I concur with the sentiment that people think that we can't know who you are. Let's just start with that, just knowing who you are. You think that using a fake name and a fake avatar profile picture on Twitter somehow gives you anonymity to put your threats out there and say all of these things. Um, we know who you are. I, I mean, I have guys in, uh, let's just say we know who you are. There's a guy who's being charged right now with making a terroristic threat against me because he threatened to kill me over in uh, North Carolina. He, yeah. I'm sure he thought that he wasn't ever going to okay. be found out either. The other day, exactly. The other day, what I sent you a screenshot of it. There was a guy who did some nefarious things, mm -hmm. and I. What did I do? I sent you the screenshot of my text messages to mm -hmm. that person. Mm -hmm. He thought he was slick. He did, but he was not expecting to hear. It from doesn't have. I mean, I like. I don't let the cowboy hat fool you. No, by all means, let the cowboy hat fool you. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're reasonably well organized in this regard. Uh, I'm not saying like Lori Lightfoot did the other day that it's a call to arms. No. Uh, I'm just saying. F around, and you will find out. Uh, you're, see, you're, but, see, you know, but you know that, and this is this is. I'm going to watch my words before you even go further. I mm -hmm. want to just add this to that, I'm saying. Okay, so Lori Lightfoot, who's probably got she should be called Heavyfoot. She's got she's got some weight problems there, but 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 um but but. So you are doing something that I I feel that the left is is a child who has been poking their dad too much. And it's like, okay, if you're a kid and you start, you know, punching your dad's shins and legs or whatever, fine. But 
If you accidentally come as a kid and sock your dad right in the nuts, which kids are at that perfect height where they just like, boom. I've seen enough TikToks where a dad, even just out of instinct, right, out of, out of, out of, out of reflex, just goes like, boom, and like knocks their kid halfway across the room. And it's not even because they're abusive or anything. It's like, it's just a man, you hit his nuts, he's gonna, hit, he's gonna just, re, he's gonna react, right? Just boom. You know. And, no, and nobody's, nobody's looking at the dad like he's evil. It's just like, oh, I get it, right? You, you accidentally get punched in the nuts, you're like, what, what is that, right? You know, it's like a dog or anything does it to you, you just, you, you react. That's what they're getting close to. They've picked and prodded our wombs, our families, and they're getting close to where our reaction will not only be justified, our reaction will not only be understood, it will be unavoidable because they're, they're pushing our reflexes. Well, is, is they're getting too close to the nutsack is what I'm trying to say. And, and they're going to find out quickly that you don't want to mess with the people that own all the weapons in the country. I would tend to agree, Chad. Well, I mean, I, I still go back to the thing. People will say, oh, you guys talk with such, you know, what would our founding fathers be doing? What would be happening if, if you were being taxed to death, uh, your money, your hard work you know, is going to places like Ukraine? Uh, you, you have people in your front yard protesting, trying to coerce a Supreme Court justice. What would our founding fathers, what would their reaction be? I mean, you know, pistols at dawn. I've said over and over again, you, you beta soy boy cuck, lefty, lunatic, fringe, wild-eyed, progressive, nonsense-bearing. Let's just bring back some gloves, slap you in the face, and say, I'll see you at 9 a.m. This is the kind of thing, it will stop all this thin-skinned stuff. It will stop all of this offendedness, this sense of outrage and oppression and manufactured victimhood. It stops all of this kind of stuff. And you're right in that regard. You've seen, you've seen the, you know, the dog that's just like playing on, playing on the mama dog and the, or the alpha dog and just playing, playing. And then all of a sudden it sinks the teeth in one time. And it's like, you know, that dog, all of a sudden the instinct just takes over. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're in strange times, right? We're in strange times. And the funny thing is, like, I was looking, I was on a podcast yesterday, and they were showing the, the preview for one of the World Economic Forums of what the world will look like in 2030, and it was this great utopian paradise. And I said, here's the problem with that. People haven't changed. Thousands of years of human history, people, they're, they're still mean. Yeah. They're still mean, and they still have an instinct for survival. And, and, and when you have a person with nothing left to lose, you keep canceling people. You know what's going to happen? You're going to create a whole group of society with nothing else to lose. And there's no more dangerous person than a man who's lost it all. You take everything away from them, and I'm telling you, you're oh, yeah. going to find you're going to find out. Nobody wants that to happen. I say that some people do want it to happen. Let's face facts. But you guys, I've been called a you know a homophobe, racist, a xenophobe, a, a transphobe. I, I mean everything. I'm all a the qualifications I'm a big, for my every, friends, by the way. All the things. Right? <laughs> I guess check. You hit the list. I mean, if Jim Saki wants to check the boxes because characteristics matter, I mean, obviously I've hit every one of them for just speaking my mind and telling the truth and believing right. in a limited government where I want to be left the f alone. Yeah. But no, you want to keep coming at me. You want to keep coming at me. I can't say anything. I can't say the sky is blue and the day is beautiful on Twitter without some pinhead under a fake name and a false pretense coming and saying, oh, we're going to come and we're going to find you. And I'm like, come effing find me then. I have a very public schedule at watchchad.com. I'll be in Naples, Florida for two shows off the hook comedy club. Dave Chappelle, me, bitch. Exactly. Well, it, I no, think ex- that sums exactly, it up. Exactly, yeah, Sarah. I, no, and I'm going to say this. Yeah, I've said please. this on multiple Last streams word. recently. As I just said, we live in Texas, and, and it's the point to where I said, 
you know, I've already, I've turned every cheek. I pulled down my pants. I let them grab my other cheeks. We've, well, we've, we have no more cheeks to give, mm-hmm. right? And, and the, the time of reckoning is near. And it's not just speaking from talking heads. It's like, you want to test to see if I'm a talking head? Then touch me in public in Texas, and you find out if I'm a talking head or if you're going to lose yours. This is why me and him don't hang out anymore. Uh, it's, it's too much. It's, there's too much testosterone. When you touch there. me, I enjoy oh. it. That's the <laughs> I know. I, I have found the extra time cheek. Time to take I, a break. Back when he, was right a, back. when he was allegedly hiding. <laughs> when the FBI was allegedly looking for him, he was allegedly at my house. Candidate for Texas Governor Robert Francis O'Rourke, who I actually know better as the man who employs women who assault me, that Robert Francis O'Rourke, was on The View yesterday, and uh, he refused to say whether he supported any limits on abortion at all. Here's that clip. I do want to press further, because you're a progressive hero. There are so many people around oh, the country who admire you and your failed, leadership. A failed do you believe in hero. any limits, limitations on abortion, whether it's the third trimester or up until even the final months, nine months? I think Roe versus Wade, which we should remind ourselves is still the law of the land today, mm-hmm. is the, the, the reference point that I would look to. And mm-hmm. the, the way I think I can best express this is that I trust women. We should all okay. trust women to make their own decisions that are in their best interest for themselves, for their health care, and for their future. That's the way it's been literally my entire life. I'm 49 years old. I'll be 50 this year, but that, that's the way it should be going forward. No, that's not. I, I, but I can't get past this woman calling him a progressive hero. Like, why? Because he keeps losing his he can elections? Ollie. He can ollie. And I think that's the, the most athleticism These we've seen pe- from a Democrat in a while. I <laughs> mean, like, truly, can pop, pop off a curb. They keep picking these candidates who keep losing, and they keep propping them up because that's the best that they have. It's pathetic. And if you watch that clip, you saw how he kind of puffs up a little bit when she says that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I just trust women. To do what? I mean, there was, there, was a, there was a woman that was a cop in Alabama that just took off with her boyfriend who was an inmate. She wound up tragically shooting herself. Mm-hmm. That's a sad deal. Do you trust her in that situation? I mean, I mean women I mean, are I mean, not I mean, to be trusted. Put, I mean, let's Let's take care of it on down. I mean, I, listen, if you if you look at the unicorn scale on like the hot versus crazy, you've seen that graph of how to pick a woman and, you know, the unicorn that doesn't mm-hmm. exist. The crazy side of the scale starts at 4% because they say that all women have it, are at least 4% crazy. That's true. There's no doubt about that. Listen, I've said it forever. Women are crazy. Men are stupid. That's just the world we live in. Screw Mars and Venus. I mean, we're, we're, we're from a whole other weird place, I'm telling you. But no, th- when, he took, when he does this kind of stuff, notice he did not answer the question. No, of course he didn't. He never answered the question. He never he never came out and said, okay, this is, I mean, at least Ralph Northam admitted what he believed when he was governor of Virginia and said, right. well, yeah, we'll, we'll terminate babies even after they've been after, born. yeah. Keep, well, keep it comfortable. But I mean, talk about cultural appropriation. <laughs> cl- why, why is nobody? Outfit. You know, they come after Tom Hanks' son for using the Padua slang, you know, on his deal. And I'm like, really? You know, and, and, and here's that here's that Nigerian interviewer, you know, that's going to talk about, do you want to apologize for this kind of stuff? Is there something you want to say? And she's got, I, I spent 15 years in Nigeria. 
they don't have long straight hair. Yeah. That's cultural appropriation. Yeah. But you talk about cultural appropriation. Why is nobody pissed off at Bobby O'Rourke? Why is nobody pissed off at him for I using am. Beto? We're using that phrase to call himself that. I am. I mean, should the left, not just by that. their own standard, not just be absolutely livid with this guy? It's not just that. But he's that. a progressive hero. At his town halls, he throws in random, like, Spanish I know he does. slang. I know you know, he he's does. like, oh, well, these poor kids going around in school in their chones. And I'm like, shut up. You do not use that word. It well, means underwear, by well, the way. Well, like, okay, so, so I was watching. What are they um, walking around with their testicles for? No, that's, no, that's not no. Well, that's not chonies. No, it's, un- it's about, underwear. No. But yeah, I know. I'm from I'm from California. We're we, talking we, about poor kids. Not why being do you think able we get shower. along? Why do you think we get along? We get along. You know why? Because I've been around Mexicans for too many years <laughs> of my life, and I know you guys are all absolute emotionally crazy. But you know what I love? You're not wrong. The sincerity and the love and mm-hmm. the and the dedication, the passion. Have the you passion, ever watched? Have you ever watched? I love it. Um, Telemundo. <laughs> the passion on oh, Telemundo. Yes. Yes. I've never watched Telemundo it's for true. the shows. I'll tell yeah, you that. Like, I've true. only watched it for the Victor for the ideas. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very <laughs> pronounced ideas that tell me the weather. And I'm like, I don't. You know. Uh, by the way, that's what I say. I lo- that's what. I, but, like, like, and I, and, and I love, and I love. Look, look, look and this, I mean this, and I want to, I want to get into this because. You know, like Joe Biden right there. I mean it. Yeah. No. No. But no. But 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 I, but I but I but Not I but I want to I want to I want to sell this in in truth. The very boomer <laughs> approach, and I mean this, boomer is not an age, it's, not, it's, it's, it's a way of looking at life. You know, I am very honest about women, about race. I'm a race realist. I'm a gender realist. I'm just a realist. And when you're, if you're a racist, right, they always go, and I'm going to get to the beta about gender. They go, okay, you're a racist. Oh, you're saying Mexicans are crazy, but they're passionate. That's not racism. That's a genuine truth. There is a certain thing about Stereotypes Mex- are built on they're, truth. They're totally true. And they're funny, and the way that we, we, we actually get along and are not racist is by the, the things we don't get about each other, we can make a joke of. And I believe that fully. Like, mm-hmm. I think if we can make something funny and we can laugh at something, therefore, that makes it tolerable. That's actually tolerance. It makes something you can take. So when you're like, dude, Mexican people have just, they're just crazy. You know, people say, oh, white people don't season their food or white people don't punish their kids or just whatever, randomly, or they're colonizers. Fine. Wow, Let's laugh. True. Let's enjoy ourselves. But you know what? I, I find that racist jokes went away, and then after that came with the gender stuff too, where we stopped realizing, guess what? Men and women are distinctly different. And there are really dumb things about women and really dumb things about men. And we were designed, and we're in specific roles. And one of the things about women is you don't believe all women, because mm-hmm. women don't even believe mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met women that are really good friends with each other? Not for long. That's why you always have like, that's why you have bachelorette parties. Bachelor parties, that's called every Friday for me and Chad. You don't need a bachelor party. Bachelorette, you need to hype each other up. I mean this with women, gen- genuinely. A guy who goes out like, you know, we really gotta, we really gotta, you know, just believe everything women say. Dude, no. What you should say is we've got to make sure women are getting the opportunities to live in the roles they were designed to live in and also that they are given the ability, like for instance, with women, I'm going to say this, everyone says, oh, you're sexist, misogynist. No. Do you know what's really truthful? If you cared about women, you would fight for an economy so women could stay home if they wanted to. You would fight for housing prices so that a man could work and a woman could raise her kids. You would fight for a, a system that doesn't tax people to force them to pay for public school so they could choose a school so they could raise their kids with the education they want and also buy a nice purse in the process. Oh, exactly. I'm, but I'm I mean, in. I'm I mean in. if you cared, these people... Did you send that to him? 
Yeah. No, I didn't. Did you send him the purse I thing didn't to me? Send him the purse thing. How many work husbands do you I have? I didn't. It was Believe just Believe all you. women, my fat white pimpled ass. All right, now we got to take a break and sort this out. We'll be back. Wow. I didn't. He looking has no idea. <laughs> all right, Britney Spears no longer in a conservatorship and uh, posted a bunch of nude oh pictures. These are very graphic for those of you who have children. A uh, oh bunch of goodness. nude pictures and people are like, should she have been removed from this conservatorship? Uh, what say you guys? Well, it drove me to her Instagram for the first time in history. Uh, <laughs> the writers here at The Blaze said, do you want to do a video on this today? We'll put it out there. And I was like, I absolutely don't. <laughs> it's OnlyFans. That would be an OnlyFans video, if you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, she ju- she fi- she's what, like 40? She finally got her own freedom back, her own life back. She's that's chosen what you, to do That's this. what happens when you give women's mo- women's money. She's women money. They yeah. they start taking their clothes off she's, in public. She, but, All women but should have a conservatorship. I say that's called another <laughs> man. I, I, so I, life I is agree. going the other way. And also, I don't know if I just saw a picture up, but like uh, the Hillary Duff thing. Yeah. I'll just say this: Hillary Duff is very attractive. Yeah. And I wasn't wrong when I was eight. I knew. Yeah, I knew too. I, you're not wrong there. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, gentlemen, thank you. Chad Prather, Elijah Schaefer. Make sure that you guys are subscribed to Blaze TV so you can check them out. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.